Happy Friday out there in WJR listening world. This is four-time Stanley Cup champion Darren McCarty, and it is August the 13th, Friday night in Detroit. A lot of stuff going down. Joined, as always, by my main man, Sean Belegian. Got Brandon Blake here. Dorchie's back on the ones and twos. He's giving Big J a break. But, uh, you know, there's two uh, two guys I've been reading my whole life in this town. And we know uh, Mike O'Hara when it's Lions. But when we talk Tigers because of what's going on downtown, Miggy chasing 500 tonight. I go to uh, on Twitter to Mr. Lynn G. Henning, and you know him from DetroitNews.com, and uh, he's been one of the writers around here for a long time, and he wrote a great article on some of the young guys today, but uh, he's been gracious to give us some time. Uh, Mr. Henning, how are you tonight? Hi, Darren. I understand uh, a little electricity back in the hometown tonight. Not just uh, on the climatic side. I hope this thing doesn't get uh, interfered with by the monsoons that you've been dealing with. I'm out in Denver, actually, tonight. But uh, I'm just prepared to sit down and and see what transpires. I uh, know Miguel Cabrera's had a lot of big moments. And uh, he's conditioned to a lot of uh, combustibles around him. But I'll tell you, tonight, Darren, uh, the pressure is going to be obvious. And so many times... When a guy's closing in on 500 homers or 3,000 hits, it can take a while because, uh, again, uh, the human uh, nervous system is the human nervous system. And, uh, boy, oh, boy, if he can shake that off and deliver a punch tonight, that'd be great. But it's going to be tough. No doubt about that, Lynn. And, Lynn, if I may, boy, two months ago, if you told me that he would be within, I think, you tell me if, if you agree, a reasonable shot of three three thousand hits by the end of the year. I I would have thought you were crazy, but here he is, only fifty hits away from that milestone as well. Yeah, it's interesting, Sean, because at the start of the season, I went to three guys who were really good with numbers. I went to Dan Zimborski of Fangraphs dot com. I went with Jay Jaffe of Fangraphs, who's really an expert on the Hall of Fame numbers. And then I went with Mike Petrello of uh, ESPN and, and various outlets. And they're all the best I know at baseball computing. And I asked them all to give me, A, is it possible he's going to hit both this year? And B, do you want to venture a guess on a date? And two of the three said they thought he could get to 3,000 maybe by the last week of September. I think only one, uh, two of the three also, I believe, said, he would get 500 and the guy who came closest at least as things now stack up is Mike Petrella. He picked August 11th uh, wow. for the wow. um, for the 500. Then, uh, you know, should he get it tonight? That That's throwing darts pretty well. But uh, <laughs> this was not, Sean, though, I agree with you, anything that looked like it was going to happen in 2021 either way. This looked like 2022 and, and he would be more or less just chugging a clock across the finish line here. But uh, you don't underestimate a guy on that superstar level. Uh, since the all-star break, really since the 1st of June, his OPS is 900 or more. And that's consistent, frankly, with a hitter that Mike Illich thought he was investing in those years back, that this was a guy who could probably hold up until age 40, much like David Ortiz had done. 
And if you go by uh, these last couple of months, he, he's, he's not far from that kind of production. Well, I'll tell you what he has going for him is that, um, Sean, we were down there opening day, uh, you, you and I together for, uh, and we watched, like we were close enough to the ballpark that I said I was near the ballpark to watch him that. But I've been at all the, at his two home runs against Baltimore, his home run against the Red Sox, and I'm planning to go down there after this. So the other thing, um, Lynn, that you noticed, um, is it because of the way uh, A.J. Hinch has used him because when he's used him in the field, Miggy's made some great defensive plays. But to me, an engaged Miguel Cabrera, which he is right now, um, is a dangerous one. And that's the difference I see is his engagement and his enjoyment of the game. Maybe things that I haven't seen um, struggling in the past few years or because of injuries. Do you Is that more because of the milestone or does A.J. Hinch get some credit in the way he's used him? I think that's good insight, Darren, but I do believe it comes back to Miguel Cabrera and his extraordinary skills because hitting is the kind of thing that really can't be handled very well tactically except by the guy swinging the bat. And what he's showing is that because his knee isn't giving him undue problems, even though it's still a hindrance, and because of these other things being somewhat in his background, these other ailments, he's still able to get immense bat speed on that swing and that's producing the kind of hits he gets and also his share of balls now over the fence so again going back to the earlier vision there is at least a little bit here of vindication on this contract now look this is going to be still an indigestible sum of money to handle for the next couple of years but they're going to have to do it but mike illich wanted him to be a monument to baseball in detroit and he wanted also to say thank you to a hitter who at the time was probably one of the five best hitters in the history of the game. And right now you can't argue with any of that because of the excitement and the commotion and the tumult and the crowd out there tonight and the fact that every time he steps to the plate now, this is a brand of history we have not had in a Tigers uniform. Now, Al Kaline did it when he got his 3,000 hit in 1972 and of course he couldn't see that on tv because nothing was televised practically back then but there has been no tigers player who ever in a tigers home uh, uniform hit his 500th homer so this is really exquisite theater here tonight and uh, i'm glad for the town i frankly wouldn't mind if it lasted a couple of games just to keep the drama going but uh this is the real deal tonight and i hope everybody enjoys it Lynn, one of the things that I think you did a fantastic job, amongst many things, Lynn Henning kindly joining us. You know, people have been so wrapped up, and, you know, you've got the Miggy watch going on, and the Lions are starting tonight, and all the craziness of the world around us. And sometimes people tend to forget, oh, yeah, there's this Spencer Torkelson guy and Riley Green amongst (laughs) others. Uh, They've been lighting it up lately. That's why we count on somebody like Lynn Henning to let us know what's going on. Tell everybody how, how they've been lighting it up lately. Following the minor leagues is as fun as following the big league team, at least for me, because you see exactly what is in the future going to be on that diamond. And you see that in the cases of a guy like Torkelson or Riley Green or even Dylan Dingler. uh, And and look, they might get a surprise here out of Ryan Kreidler at shortstop. But you see that there is not only going to be a presence, but probably an 
awful lot of game-changing presence in these kids when they arrive, and they'll begin to arrive next year. But I got off the plane last night flying here into Denver, as I was mentioning, and I got a, a text. Somebody was saying, look, do you understand what happened today? Torkelson hit three home runs and Green hit two and Torkelson seven for seven and a doubleheader. I said, mm. just a minute here. So sure enough, I, I checked the, the boxes and see what happened. And so this morning I got on the phone with Torkelson and with Arnie Byler, who's the manager down there at Erie and really a good manager. And I got the fill-in material. But you're right, Sean, uh, Torkelson as well as Green, and they've, they've done it all season long. This is exceptional for Riley Green at age 20 to have stood in at double-A from opening day and to have been as consistent as he is, but he's that brand of talent. So is Torkelson. He came up here, started him off at West Michigan, high A. Uh, he, he clobbered the ball there, as was expected, moves to Erie, keeps it going right pretty much from the get-go. Uh, Dingler has done much of the same, but the guy I think you can have some fun with, too, as you look at these future players is is ryan kreidler he already has 15 home runs at double a now he was another guy that they started off much like green at a level probably a little higher than they should have but they wanted to challenge him because they knew he had the defense and they knew he had the power now he's going to have to hit for a little more average he's going to have to chop down some strikeouts and he's going to see better pitching but he was a fourth round pick out of ucla a couple years ago and given that this team so desperately needs a shortstop, I think you can pay attention to Kreidler here and have as much fun checking him in the box scores as you would with Torkelson or Green or Dingler. That's awesome. That's uh, You can follow Lynn G. Henning, H-E-N-N-I-N-G, on Twitter, and that is that just adds to the – the fire, the fuel, the gasoline to put it on, and uh, there's no one better to go to than you, Lynn. Uh, before I let you go, feel the dreams game. What you? What did you think? Did you get? <laughs> did you catch it? it? I, I love the fact that everybody in America is talking about that game, and I mean everybody with any even tangential interest in baseball seems to have tuned into that thing last night, and that is beautiful uh, that you have a moment like this. Now, I was not among the small percentage of people uh i i wasn't really a big fan of that movie to say the least but it begot last night and the romance in the theater it was all on display and uh, i'm glad baseball had that kind of creativity about it to deliver something on that level and then the game uh, of course was straight out of hollywood so uh, good for baseball and good for the audience i love it i love it thank you for your time as always like Thanks, i said Clint. Lynn uh, G. Henning on Twitter. We will check back in, but obviously uh, we got some good things uh, in the pipeline. Thanks for joining us here. Guys, when we come back, we're going to switch gears, and we're going to go to the round ball. Yes, we're going to talk. Everybody wants to talk, Cade. Summer League, don't forget that's going on. And our, our man, Rod Beard, will join us. When we come back, this is the Darren McCarty Show, AM 760, WJR. Absolutely rip-roaring through this Friday evening with a lot of stuff going on. As you know, it is uh, just so you people want to know, uh, Jonathan Scope, uh, Robbie Grossman let off with a double. Jonathan Scope just grounded out, so I think Miggy will be up in a couple. And uh, 
Um, well, no, here it comes now. If he does anything, I'll let you know. But uh, let's go to round ball. Let's go to where it's really hot. Last time I talked to this gentleman, he was hiding under a shade tree out in Las Vegas. He is friend of the program, Detroit News' own Rod Beard at Summer League. How are you doing, sir? Are you staying at least hydrated? Uh, I, I don't know what the inside of an air fryer feels like, but I think this is it. <laughs> this is the closest thing to it. <laughs> It's 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 a hundred and hundred and six right now, and it's it's I'm getting used to it only because I've uh, I've been in it for a week now. But yeah, my tan is intensifying, if that's even possible. Well, you miss the flood, the flooding here. So I mean, it's either you are going to get over rain or over sun. So uh, at least you're the responsible beard, not only the best looking one, the most responsible beard brother. So I don't have to worry about you. But let's talk about summer league so far. I mean. The uh, greatest game ever supposed to be played between two rookies was last game between uh, the Pistons, Kate Cunningham, and Jalen Green. Um, from my point of view, I see everything that I need in a team guy and a guy, you know, the little things that they're they're showing us fans, the chatter on the bench, um, a total team guy, and it solidifies in me the fact that we, I'm so happy he's all in. Um, what What is your take from being out there? Just you know, it's summer league. I mean, it's not real, yeah. is it, Rod? <laughs> no, it, it's you're, you're absolutely right. You, you can't read too much into anything you see here, and it's almost as if the Pistons are, are are not letting him do everything that he can do. Just really try to do these things and focus on these things, and that goes for Cade and for the the rest of the team as well. Focus on these particular plays. Try to do these things. And and what struck me was uh, Dwayne Casey said uh, a couple weeks ago that they're trying to make the uncomfortable comfortable. Um, and, and so it, it means having uh, Sadiq Bay try to create off the dribble, which he didn't do very much. Trying to have um, Saban Lee play a little bit more. And having Kay Cunningham not do what he does, not be a take-over-the-game scorer like uh, Jalen Green is, but uh, just try to create other ways and, and, and be a captain, be a vocal guy who can get guys in place and, and pull this, these, these guys together, the young core of this team together. And I think that's what he's done. I give him full marks for focusing on those things. Because, again, if they wanted to go and win that Rockets game, they probably could have just given the ball to Cade and cleared everybody out and made it happen. But it looks like they're trying to do some other things and, and try to make him be that leader and the vocal guy. You know, Rod, it's funny you say that, and I appreciate you being so measured. I don't know if you saw the piece on ESPN where, you know, they did the five questions and what's been the biggest surprise. And one of the disappointments, according to one of the writers in the piece, was I'm reading verbatim now. Watching Cade Cunningham stand in the corner while either Killian Hayes or Saban Lee consistently started and ended positions possessions was maddening. And I found myself screaming at the article saying, it's the summer league. Calm down. It's uh, what are we expecting here? It's it's mind-boggling to me. Yeah, and and when you go into it with unrealistic expectations that that Cade is just going to come and score thirty every night, he could. But again, I think they're they're trying to do certain sets. They're not running their full um, offensive playbook. And and Cade's in the corner. You're seeing. Um, Killian handled the ball a little bit more than he probably would. They could very easily just say, hey, Cade, clear out and, and, and go get buckets if, if that's what we want you to do. But they're trying to build this thing a certain way. They're trying to make sure that he's not the integral part of the offense and the focal point of the offense. Because what are the other guys here for? 
and, and again, I, I get it. I, I know people aren't here to see Spencer Littleson run around or, or Davies Servetus come around and shoot threes, but this is summer league. You want to see if the offensive sets work. You want to start uh, making a dossier on some of these other guys. You know what Kay Cunningham is. You've seen enough film. You've seen him play at Oklahoma State. There's no question. And when he turned it on and he defended Jalen Green and he turned it on and he was looking to score, there were, there were enough instances of that where you – I'm not worried about it one bit at all. I'm not worried about him and, and what he's shown and has he shown enough and is he the right pick. I'm completely convinced. I'm all in that, that Cade Cunningham is the right guy for what the Pistons are trying to do. And the, the national guys and, and the other outlets that are saying anything opposite of that had unrealistic expectations going into this. That's all I need to hear, my man, is from you. Detroit versus everybody, though, right? I mean, the the, the kids got it already. And what, what I hear out of you is, oh, it's Summer League, and they're working on things. Oh, my gosh. Imagine that. You know, Imagine like, that. Everybody's all worried how much the starters are going to play in, in the friggin' preseason games in the NFL and stuff like this. This is Summer League. So the fact that... that you know, I'm glad that you have that rapport with Dwayne Casey and, and you get some insight. What are some of the things maybe that, like, because uh, Luca Garza's got to be got to be impressing everybody if he's impressing me or whatever like that. But it's the work ethic and the mentality. And, you know, uh, I'm a little biased. I follow his dad, Frank, on Twitter because I love the energy and just what he puts in there. But talk about what you've seen out of, out of Garza and does he have a chance to be on this roster? Well, I'll start with the last part. I think he does have a chance to make the roster, even if it's as a two-way guy. And, and again, the Motor City Crews are going to be playing at, at Wayne State University at the beautiful new arena that they're building there. Um, and I think it's going to be close enough where he can come and he can play some Pistons game, it's games if needed. But they've still got some roster maneuvering to do. They've got um, – couple more weeks before they get to training camp and um we could see a couple more trades and a couple more moves but but at worst i think guards is going to be a two-way guy and at, at best i think he could end up with a roster spot um with some other moves being made but he's been really impressive with uh what he's shown in college and you can see yeah he, he's slow-footed on defense he's not going to beat you um with his speed and and putting the ball on the, the, the dribble but he he has some moves on the inside he's a traditional big but he can also stretch you out to the three-point line we've seen some of that We've seen the one-footed, off-balance Dirk shot. Um, there's more in that bag that he can get to uh, that we just haven't seen yet, and I think we're scratching the surface of what he can be. And, and they looked and said at, at number 52, and this guy is still on the board, he's very much worth taking a chance on. Um, and, and I think there's a lot that's there. I think there's going to be some more that um, we get to see over these last three summer league games and going into training camp too before we get off garza isn't he the perfect guy for the new rule up and down like and especially with the uh the motor city the g league team being right here in the new facility but that would seem to me that that's almost the type of guy that is the prototypical two-way guy at a young age to develop by playing time in the G and then having the confidence and work ethic to, you know, like, so there could be something there. They find, find a puzzle. So uh, I just, I, the more you say that, the more I see that happening. Yeah, for, for him and for Isaiah Livers, I think the opportunity is going to be there. Because, again, those are, are names that people around this area know, and, and they'll be able to, to plunk down a few bucks and go and see that, um, see them play in the G League in a, for, for a very inexpensive ticket. And then when they play for the Pistons, you can go and see the same sort of thing if, if they're able to get in the games. So I, I think it's something that you build on. You want that type of character and that type of culture in your young guys, and, and they've built that for two straight drafts now. So you can see what Trey Weaver's trying to bring in. 
Rod Beard from the Detroit News kindly joining us. Rod, you mentioned it, uh, only 20 days away, by the way. But what a difference two years make. I, I was down uh, at, at on the beautiful campus of Wayne State uh, just on Wednesday, and you see that new arena, and you see all the, the, the remodeling. I, I mean, it's almost like a brand-new stadium there. It's going to be some kind of exciting down there. Yeah, I think so. I, th- I think for the, the Wayne State student-athletes, um, it's going to be an opportunity to play in a new arena. And, and the, the math I was – it felt like you were in a time machine back to the 70s every time you walked in the math eye, that yep. it was your, your high school gym that's a little bit bigger. Now they're going to get a state-of-the-art facility that they'll share with the, the Motor City crews. It, it's wonderful for that campus and for that school, and, and it's going to attract some, some new and, and probably higher-caliber uh, players who want to come and play in that facility. But then also for the, the crews, too, to be able to, to be based in Detroit, have that uh, continuity with the Pistons, I think it's going to work out really well. Is there anything specific uh, this rest of the summer league other than guys not getting hurt that uh, you're looking at or you're looking for or something that maybe you didn't go down there thinking and caught your eye? No, I, I think it's how much they, they play Cade Cunningham and Garza together. They didn't play together in the first game, and they did a little bit in the second game. But maybe they start taking some of the reps off of some of these um, these plays and, and having Cade go a little bit more and a little bit more and expand out and, and let these other guys do some other things. I think uh, Killian Hayes can play a little bit better. I'm looking for him to look for his shot and, and try to find a little bit more balance. And I wrote about that uh, today also is that, uh, he defensively, he's done everything and, and more that I've been looking for. But offensively, I just want him to find a better balance between getting to the rim and finding his teammates and creating for them. Awesome. Great stuff, Rod. Always appreciate uh, hearing from you, my friend. Uh, try to stay cool out there. Well, huh? the, impar- the incomparable Rod, hot Rod Beard is now nuclear Rod Beard until he comes back. But thanks for your time, as always. Enjoy the rest of uh what you would do, and whatever you hear any stories about me out there in Vegas, remember it wasn't me. Not Darren McCarty. Not, no, no, no. That's all wrong. That's it. Thanks a lot, Rod. We'll talk to you soon. All right. We'll talk to you. Thank you. Bet. That's Rod Beer, Detroit News. Uh, and, and, Sean, the big thing that you hear, right, from all these guys, whether it's Lynn Henning or Mike O'Hare, the, these guys that we talk to that have been around for a year, whatever, is – what do they see? Because they're there all the time, and they know yep. where we've been. They know the history. Those guys are the best. So if anybody's worried about the Cade Cunningham, Jalen Green, he should have just solidified like he did for me. There's no contest. The Cartier Buffs kid is ours. So the Cade Mania is on. Anyways, when we come back here, yes, there is – Pigskin going on down at Ford Field tonight as I've watched uh, Jared Goff look uh, impressive in a few uh, few throws here. But uh, when we come back, we're going to talk a little bit of Lions. So thanks for joining us here, AM760, WJR. Welcome back here on a Friday, August 13th. And, uh, you know, it wouldn't be a Friday night, especially with all the positivity going on here in the great city of Detroit. I got to get to my guy, you betcha, Mr. Greg I'm from man. Shelby. How you doing, Greg? Hey, you guys, <laughs> warriors, work towards your future, including today. Make a positive promise that begins on this day. Hit me. Hey, real quick, <laughs> Mr. Positive wants to give a beautiful shout-out to Casey Marin, positive psychology at Romeo High School. The man is the man. He's the myth, the legend. Fantastic. Hey, you guys, thank you for letting me do that. You got um, it. Great interview. 
Oh, my God. Lynn Henning and the gentleman after. I'm watching Mickey. I'm listening to you guys, and uh, I'm excited like you wouldn't believe. Oh, my God. Hey, real quick, D-Mac, I mentioned you on another radio station. I told the world that we had a bet. I want him. I think he's going to go right uh, center, and uh, they figured out that you might have decided the other way. But what say you real quick? Where is he going to hit the home run? I say it's going into the bullpen and left. You somebody's, will, Stinker. Somebody's going oh! to try to throw throw that squirrely, squirrely crap to him, and he's okay. going to turn on okay. it and hit it into the bullpen. Probably even maybe the the other team's bullpen, hopefully Cleveland. Who knows? Sean, what do you think? Yeah. Maybe the opposite way. You know, that, that punch that we've seen so many times, and Maglio Ordonez did it, you know, later in his career as well. I, Singlio? I, I'm, I'm going to go with Greg. I, I'm, I'm going to go those uh, those right center bleaches, that that little short edge out there. Uh, oh, I my love God. It. All right, I Greg. Hope so. Th- love you guys. All right. Have a great night. Great weekend, you guys. You too, buddy. <laughs> That's Greg from Shelby. And his positive message, as always, <laughs> which we love. Um, my question, Sean, is whether uh, he's not going to do it until I get there. So, I mean, I don't know why you guys are all worried about this first at bat yeah, and truth. stuff like that. Uh, but I got to think, hopefully, he does it on the homestand. But, it, you know, just the excitement. You could feel the excitement down here when he went to bat there for everybody and um, be quite an accomplishment. But going on at Ford Field... Is that other team? Do you know a little bit of them? You might have covered them back in the day. I mean, what do you, uh, you know, opening day this year? What do you, what do you got going? I heard your plans have changed. I'm, I'm going as a fan, I, Darren. Honestly, You're not allowed. It, Are it, you allowed? You get out of uh, no. I, I'm telling. I'm your not sentence? joking. <laughs> you serve. I your mean, sentence? no disrespect when I say this because I love doing my stuff at Fox Two. I love my stuff at a previous radio station in a different life. I love doing Lions Radio the last five years. But I'm not joking. I have not had my Sundays free since 1998, and I am going to enjoy every second of it. I really, I am. I'm now that I'm saying this. Steve Finitari is listening right now, going, ah, "No, we're going to do some kind of post game show." But as of now, on August 13th, Mac, I like honestly, I I can't tell you how excited I am to to just have my Sundays back and. To be able to, I'm going down with a bunch of friends to a game. I haven't done that since the '90s. I'm taking my kids on Thanksgiving. I, I like. I can't wait. I'm. I'm really giddy about it. So I, I think this, you know, posts a question. Obviously, the Lions' uh, first uh, exhibition game. There, there's so much excitement for the coaching and and Dan Campbell, new quarterback, and stuff like this. But I'm. I'm more important. That's a, always going to play itself out. I think a lot of the times too is as long as nobody gets hurt right they can figure out uh the plays and you know you want everybody to be ready at the beginning of the season but let's talk a little bit i think you're the perfect one what is going to be your sunday experience like i mean like with uh, let's break it down now will the, will the grill go on earlier will oh. this be a will this be like i'm gonna prep so i'm gonna hear fox and terry and all those guys you know, um, on the pregame show, and that's when I put, you know, the lunch in. Are you going to make a production out of this, or are you yeah, just going to go you know hide what? in the basement? We're, you know, my, my, my boys and I already have some plans. You know, uh, I, I know, I know, you, know do. you know Mike and Dave. We're, uh, we're, we've already got some plans. I, I know uh, the first road game, uh, we're going to start uh, Saturday night, actually. Well, we're hold on, start, hold on, Sean. Know, hold on. i got to turn Dorch's ears off so he doesn't hear anything about this. Okay, go ahead. He's not listening. 
No, okay. we're 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 going to be we're, we're going to have a a big shindig. There's no doubt about that. We're working on the date, but no Saturday night. You know, when I get back from from doing Wayne State games, I'll put some stuff on the smoker and uh, I'll have it ready for Sunday. It it uh, I, Mac, I'm not joking. I feel like I feel like a kid that you know. I'm somebody. I think you know this about me. When you have a job to do, you have a job to do. You know, when you got to take it seriously, and you don't have the opportunity to experience it like a quote-unquote fan. And I never want that fan in me to die. And I know that's not a popular thing to say in our business, but that's the way that I was built. And so to be able to have that opportunity to just be a fan of the Lions, I can't wait. I'm not joking. And to experience that with some of my friends, and we should go down to a game, and to take my kids to a Thanksgiving Day game, gosh, I, I can't wait. Well, I think, Shanti, you brought up a great point is is sometimes because uh, in this business and, you know, it's it's not knowing just one sport, but having to know everything that's going on and, and doing a bunch of different things. Everybody, you know, knows you do a bunch of different things, but it makes sense of it doesn't matter what you do. Sometimes if you lose that love for it. So hopefully this will bring do you think this will bring maybe a little different perspective or is uh are the, is the wife worried about uh, you developing a gambling habit or something? Or? <laughs> no, you know what, Mac? Last year, I, I took off fantasy football, right? I don't think I'm ever going back. Like, it has so consumed me for so many years that that, that was like the first step. It was like, whoa, I, I'm not looking at my phone every 30 seconds. I'm not racing to the computer every 30 seconds. So that that was like the first step. Just to enjoy an NFL Sunday again, like I, I'm not joking, I'm I'm downright excited about it because it's you're right. It's in years gone by, it was you know Saturday. I always had uh, a football broadcast, or I was doing the Whalers, or I was doing Michigan State hockey, or whatever the case may be. And and then it was Sunday. Well, I got to go back to work instead of just chilling out. I just want to chill out and watch a team, and I have no expectations about this team. I think their prize is a couple years away, and and I I think that's just a a great way to go into this season. All right, let's see what they got. Let's see what happens. But these guys are planning for a couple years from now, and I think that's the smart play. All right, B, I got an A. It's from on this side of the desk a question, so I know it's going to be a smart question. I'm going to go over to uh, Brandon Blake for this one, Sean. Are we going to have Sean Belegian making appearances at Apple Orchards on Sundays in the fall, or are we still against the Apple Orchards? (laughs) The Cider Mill is your place for – I've joked about this for years, you know, when – it, it started during the 2008 season. You know that season was so miserable, and you got to a point in the third quarter where you were just utterly disgusted. Mm-hmm. And I would always tell my kids, it's cider mill time. <laughs> and that that way I would take the kids to the cider mill, and I would escape the misery, and I would go get happy through the healing recuperative powers of cider. So um, while I hope there aren't cider mill moments, I'm also – uh, reasonable enough to know that there are probably going to be some. So, yes, I can see myself heading out, Blake, no doubt. Yeah, but don't you worry because Cider's going to soothe you with the Red Wings this year, Sean. Oh. So your style will be your Cider soothe. And anyways, we come back, final segment. Pat, thank you for being on hold. We're going to talk some wrestling. Now he's got me all fired up. But uh, thanks for joining us, Darren McCarty's show, Friday Night WJR.
Thanks again for joining us on this fine Friday evening. Unfortunately, Tigers are down uh, 2 nothing uh, early. Early, still early, top of three. Um, but I'm excited. Uh, let's go to the caller. We got Pat, who's going to talk about my favorite sport, wrestling. And why is it my favorite sport? Because I'm never disappointed. Never disappointed, as long as the storyline's good. Pat, how you doing tonight, bud? Hey, not too bad, Darren. How's it going, bud? Going good. Hey, uh... I, I got a question for you. Yep. How how's your uh uh training going for uh what we got thirteen more days now until your wrestling debut? For the twenty sixth, yeah. Um uh, down in Monroe, August twenty sixth, I will be taking the ring. I cut a promo on uh I I don't know the kid's name. I think they call him uh they call him uh chin strap Jesus, but I call him jockstrap Cletus. So uh, just going to teach some uh, some young guys about that. I, you know, I mean, I just minded my own business at these uh, at these wrestling events that I love to promote, and somebody wanted to call me out. So I was over I was over with Truth, who's uh, one of the trainers uh, last night and stuff. So um, just like anything else, uh, we'll see. But anybody wants to come out August twenty sixth uh, down in Monroe? I know that's uh, Rhino's promotion and. Uh, Great bunch of guys. It's got a great card. Uh, a lot of the impact guys are in town. So, uh, are you? Am I going to see you there, Pat? Yep, yep. Uh, I talked to you a little bit. I told you I was going to call call in and and uh, razz you a little bit about there about you your uh, new career. There, so, well, I don't know and if it's. I, I got my tickets ready and can't wait for you to see see you kick some butt. All right, buddy. I appreciate that. That's what it's all about. And then any of. Uh, just a little heads up if anybody's a big wrestling fan. Uh, if you're at home, uh, you know, SmackDown tonight, uh, Edge and uh, Seth Rollins are going to uh, tongue tangle. You know what tongue tangling is? It's not kissing, Dorch. It's, it's they're going to go at each other with their mouths. Anyways, most important part of this. Mac, uh, what date is your event? I, I Mac, I, I'm, I apologize. I knew nothing about this. What date is this? I, well, you know, Sean, because I'm really, really bad at promoting you know what I mean? I just, I don't do it properly. I mean, if somebody's, somebody wants to, uh, uh, like, I have great people around me, but, like, as far as, uh, I, I'm i like you. I just get involved with so many things and then let everybody catch up. But August 26th, so um, Terry Guerin, who you would know by, uh, by his character Rhino, who has the gore, mm-hmm. who's been in WWE mm-hmm. for, and I've known him 25 years, and um, so he's got a production because he's from uh, Monroe, and him and Gary Platt, who run the Monroe Pop Fest, uh, who is, that's uh, September 18th to the 21st, which is going to be phenomenal. But uh, wrestling events, so all the, some of the guys off of TV from Impact that Rhino wrestles with, they're coming in town, and, um, you know, we've talked pre- previously when we crossed paths about, my love and affection for wrestling. So being around these things, it's just like the band or the comedy or whatever. If I'm going to be around and, and want to do uh, little things, well, I got to commit to the, you know, the training to know what's going on. It's just uh, whatever else. And it's not because I want a wrestling career. If I was going to do that, I would probably should have done that about 20 years ago. It's because I want to, I, I want to get eyes on the proper people the great people like pat and that support that love wrestling and are big wrestling fans like i am and give these kids the opportunity i figured it out that you know god bless stevie and drapes and all those guys that love to go watch the next wings playing young rest or young hockey players 
Well, Sean, I'd rather spend time at a VFW or in a in a hall and watch these kids who get paid nothing uh, trying to accomplish. And if I can help out with the mentality, or because I'm a huge storyline guy, um, you know, one of the other things you can check out the Wrestling Perspective podcast that I do with Dennis Farrell, who's a fantasy football guy, but Petey Williams, two-time TNA um, champion. Uh, Dimitri Young used to play for the. For the Tigers, Lars Fredrickson, lead singer of uh, the punk band Rancid, uh, world renowned, and so Jason Kendall, catcher for Pittsburgh uh, Pirates. So it's mm-hmm. a bunch of athletes with our love of wrestling. So August 26th in Monroe, put that in there. I'll be down there, and um, uh, Pat, be prepared. I might use you as a prop, buddy. Wear steel toe boots that <laughs> night. Steel toe boots. Anyway, Shawnee B, how is your? How's the uh, transition? How's the mornings been? How was your vacation, buddy? We, do you oh, don't recall great. we missed you last week? Yeah, and no, Mac. It, it, I love the UP. I I don't hide it. I would move up there in a heartbeat. Um, I wouldn't have a family. Uh, you know, they they all loved it. Um, the my favorite drive anywhere, Mac, is when you get over the Mackinac Bridge and you 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 hang that left and go on US2 absolutely and that north shore the water that north shore on, of Lake Michigan the drive oh. up the water oh there's nothing better it's I, the most beautiful drive anywhere i got to do it i think i got to do it four times starting in september uh marquette oh. Mar- you know, that's sort of like uh, Escanaba. um yep. uh munising munising the pictured rocks i got to go up there and see what part of the rocks fell off so um, yeah, that's we we that's where we kayak. <coughs> we we actually went kayaking like right where the the rocks had fallen off. I love it up there. It, it, we had a great time. It was long overdue, and you know I think I told you a couple of weeks ago. Who knows how many more of these vacations we have? You know, with, with my son. You know, he's he's going to be twenty two soon, and you know he's going out to L A. and everything. So we we took it all in and just had a blast. Well, I think that's a great lesson for everybody. Is just you know it's part of the destinations and oasis. Enjoy the journey, and you know the it's pretty much like the uh, the birdies are out of the they're out of the coop, right? And it, you can't hold them back any much longer. And you know that that's so the fact that you're enjoying it. More importantly, what's on the grill this weekend, bud? You know what? Uh, my wife uh, is out of town, and I asked the kids, and they, they said, Dad, let's keep it simple. So I'm, I'm doing some jalapeno cheddar sausage, some Ooh. dogs, and some burgers. Just, just oh, simple. Oh, you are keeping it simple because that's sort of like a simple. loaded question. That's like, you know, you keep it simple with the barbecue. Like me keeping it simple is like throwing in a microwave dinner. Like Jason would, you know, like that simple <laughs> or, or heating up a ramen noodle. I can't really mess that up, but, um, that sounds good. I love those, uh, jalapeno cheddar dogs. Now, oh. Dorchy, uh, you got the ones and twos all weekend, right? What'd you bring in? You got healthy snacks. You got some TV dinners. What you got? <laughs> I got a bit of both. I got a bit of both. Brought a, brought a salad, made a couple sandwiches for tonight. What kind of sandwiches? Uh, just turkey, cheese, bologna, that kind of stuff. I made a couple different ones just so. Try a bunch of different stuff, and then uh, of course I brought the microwavables. Got some hot pockets, Stouffer's, hot pockets, yeah, Stouffer's mac Yum. and cheese, all the all the all the quick stuff for a growing boy when he's here at three o'clock in the morning. Oh, I love it! I love it, and maybe you'll you know hopefully you'll call Brandon if you need help with that remote. Uh, you know he seems to know all the Comcast channels. What do you got going this weekend, B? 
I'm just getting made fun of because I have the channels remembered on Comcast. You're getting like, made fun of. Have you not listened to the last 50 minutes of this show? You know I think that I everything's think the, been I very think, positive. I think if people think they're getting made fun of, they got some issues. <laughs> that's, a, that's, a me, that's a me problem. That's a you problem. Sean, do you have any issues? You want to no, air out your I got no like, issues. I'm right. happy. I'm how's just, how's uh, engaged life? You want to give us an update here? It's good. It, you know, we're trying. We, uh, I think we picked out a venue. We haven't booked it yet, but uh, it's like about to be booked. Did you but hear? Then, did you hear that? You think we? So, what did she want? Where did she want to get it done? Uh, it's called Paint Creek out in Lake Orion. Ooh. It's a golf course. Ooh. So, if anyone's listening, that's a free pub for them. So, I think I deserve a discount. What'd she say when she saw Darren McCarty's on the guest list? <laughs> Well, you know, Pub Creek. They might we'll be see. able. To, I might be able to throw a few autographs out there to help with the wedding party. You just, say, you know, just do this. Say best man and honor. Like say that yeah, and put yeah, Darren yeah. McCarty four times sailing. And then last minute we'll just change it. Oh, he'll be here, yeah, but yeah, he yeah. had to step exactly. out exactly right because it'd be too much. And, and I got Uncle Mitch, of course, on the guest list. So I think those two things. I should be good, right? Oh. I- <laughs> Uh, well, Uncle, I go with Uncle Mitch. <laughs> Lake Orion, yeah. Stick to, you know, you, in the city, you can stick with me. All right. Um, any big plans this weekend, Sean? No, total chill out weekend with the kids. I'm actually going to watch a little hockey tomorrow, some summer summer league. But other than that, with the kids all weekend before the golf show. You're a sick, savage human being. How about you, Eric? Any more golf? Uh, I'm going to go on Monday. Aaron and I are going to go up to Frankie Muth and play the Fortress. Awesome. She's going to kick your butt. Don't give him any strokes, Aaron, or actually maybe give him four aside. Anyways, uh, for Sean Belege and Eric Dorch, Brandon Blake, this is Darren McCarty. You guys out there have a great weekend. See ya.